The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Sunset City. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Nick, and with me today, we have the Willy Wonka in my chocolate factory, Cirrus. And I have a golden ticket. And an actual Oompa Loompa channel pup. You absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, this is a Sonic podcast for the modern and classic age. And we're going to be talking about, surprise, the future of Sonic the Hedgehog today. Uh, we're going to probably talk a little bit about a strange addition to a game we thought was long since dead. And we're going to cover a few more of your questions. Uh, if you want to participate in the show, you can email us at sunsetcitypc at gmail.com. You can leave a comment in the YouTube section. We're not super organized with that part yet, so if you want to be sure it absolutely gets read, uh, pop into one of our Discord servers, and if you'd like us to set up a specific Discord server for this podcast, sound it out, let us know. Uh, we are still a little bit behind when it comes to some of the podcast services. Apple is still has not been dealt with yet, um, but we are slowly but surely getting on to more and more of them, and we will post the RSS feed for our show as well, if that will help you out in the YouTube comments. So. All that said and done, let's uh, just kind of get into it. Channel Pup, my good man, you just yes. did an episode covering some Sonic news, so do you want to kind of take us into it? Okay, so um, in a licensing magazine for Insiders, I presume, uh, Sega posted an announcement kind of documenting what they plan on doing for Sonic's 30th anniversary going forward, and that it will span across... 2021 and 2022 and there is a little re word of reassurance that there are things coming in 2021 but like there's also the implication that there will be a new game in 2022 alongside sonic prime and the sonic movie sequel which um i think is a great idea uh to have a game out alongside those two major multimedia projects and where I think this coincides with recent leaks is I think what we're going to get is in 2021, we'll get the Sonic Colors Ultimate Edition, and then we'll get the new Sonic game in 2022. That's that's what I'm expecting. So uh, we actually have a little bit more of a leak as well on that front. I'm not sure what the source is, so take this with a grain of salt, but I believe one of the future state of plays uh, leaked that we are going to be getting sonic colors ultimate edition in september have you guys read that as well yes i haven't read that okay yeah there was a there was a, a a leaked list and you could actually see colors in the list of items and that was i think it makes sense i think it like, does what's going to happen is that june 23rd we'll get the announcement sonic colors ultimate edition and the first tease of the next big sonic game and not long after that so september then go straight into Sonic Colors Ultimate, and then suddenly the whole process is going to be streamlined. Because we've seen this happen with like Mario, for example. The time between the announcement of the 3D All-Stars collection and the release of it was not a long time at all. So I think that's kind of what Sega are doing there, and then the next one will come. So I, I have to wonder what Sega is going to be doing, because I, I agree with you. I think it makes sense, and hopefully by the time all this is rolled out in the middle of 2022 we see what the game plan was looking back on it and all of this uh infighting all this argumenting <laughs> that's not Argu argumenting uh, sure why not um hopefully we'll look back on all this and we will be like okay well that that rollout kind of makes sense especially including you know uh coronavirus um and i'm hoping that's the case but now that you kind of mention um the 3D All-Stars collection and the backlash that got, I'm hoping Sega paid attention to that because if we are getting colors by itself, they really better put something behind the ultimate adjective they decided to slap on that because if it's just an HD up-res, we're going to have a lot of disappointed fans. Even if we have something new next year, if that's going to satiate people, 
it's still been quite a while since the last Sonic game. And I will always advocate for giving developers time, especially considering everything the entire world had to deal with at once. And especially considering that uh, every company dealt with it differently, especially in Japan, they were much more stringent about it. All that said and done, though, um, they have to know their fan base is a little on edge at this point, especially after Forces, especially making them wait that long after Forces disappointed so many people. So to fall back first on an easy thing like a port of a game that people wanted ported, I'd say like five years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, People kind I of stopped caring about the colors. We, we've been know, fighting. Port, we've been fighting for that and an unleashed port for quite a long time, Sega. I mean, I, I think, think more people deal, care about an unleashed port at this point. I think the deal is sweetened with Sonic Colors, though, by a few factors. Number one, the game is very unlikely going to be ex as expensive as Super Mario 3D All Stars because Nintendo right. games are fuck expensive, and that was a fuck expensive game. Another thing that's going to help matters is it's going to be releasing on all the consoles, as far as we know. And that's a big deal, because for the longest time, it was just this little Wii exclusive that most people thought was one of the best 3D Sonic games, is now coming to a much larger console market. So that's going to be good news. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, as long as that price tag is low, it's not a timed release, like the Mario one was, for whatever fucking reason. Like, that's immediately going to sweeten the deal and put it ahead of the Super Mario 3D All-Stars as far as, like, a value-for-money thing is concerned. As far as, like, the sleaze factor is concerned, it's already a little lower. Um, mm. But I think, realistically, I don't think that much will necessarily be added to it. I think it will look fantastic because, I mean, if it's in the state of play, it's safe to assume that it might be on the PlayStation 5 as well. So going up not only that's from what the Wii... Going up not only from the Wii hardware, but all the way to PlayStation 5 hardware, that's going to see a big graphical upgrade, and it's going to look absolutely gorgeous. So, yeah, because Colors like, was already a very good-looking game yeah, on the Wii. Yeah, just the way it utilized the Wii's hardware was really impressive at the time. So to put it on something several generations later, um, and I think if they're going to add anything to it, it might be like New Wisps. Or something like that. Like, new wisps with new abilities. And maybe they'll add in some additional roots around that. I would hope that they might go over some of those levels again. And make the level design a little bit better. In Give places. us proper Act 2, 3s, and 4s. Instead of the chopped yeah. up, here's your 2D block platforming stuff we got in the original port. Less block platforming for definite wouldn't go amiss. Because, like, I don't want them to just cut whole chunks out. But I would like them to kind of go back and look at it and think, how can we make this work better for Sonic? Have we already discussed, because we did discuss the, the leak a while ago, have we actually discussed the why? Like, why this one out of all of them? Why re-release this one? Have we already kind of dug into I, that quite a bit? I, I don't think, don't think so. Have, but I, could, I do have an answer. I have an answer for it as well. I think I think we might actually have the same answer, Pup, but you try I'm sure we all. I'm sure we all do. I mean, if you step outside of the sonic circle um and i talked about it before um before i was you know ingrained in the middle of all of this this craziness um it was just part of gaming the gaming circle yeah uh, the wii was not was not this small thing like isolating a game onto one system it can can limit your sales but at the same time when you focus up on just one platform, you can get more out of the project, especially when the system in question was destroying everything else in terms of sales, especially when uh, Colors came out. So that game did just fine with sales. And I'm wondering, um, because Unleashed was, was a big reaction to 06, but um, it still got a lot of negative press thanks to the Werehog. But it was just like nonstop praise for colors when that came out. And I feel oh, like yeah. that must be like Izuka's crown jewel in terms of his uh, his time as lead of Sonic Team. Like this was the thing that, you know, just turned everybody's uh, opinions around on on Sonic Team for a while there. And even if we look back now on a critical a little bit more critically at it, um, I think 
overall uh, history looks back on that era of Sonic as um, a return to form. Whether or not it actually was, again, with further analysis, fans will say otherwise. But yeah, when you're in terms in the, of overall sales, yeah. Because when you're in the Sonic sphere, most people who look at colors go, well, it wasn't as much of a Sonic game as we would have liked. A lot of people end up wanting Unleashed back because Unleashed has a tighter written story. Unleashed has a lot more to it than what colors did. There's a lot less reusing. And... A lot of Sonic people, a lot of Sonic fans are willing to put up with stuff like the Werehog so that they can get the high highs that are in Unleashed. But when you step out of that group of Sonic players, Colors looks like the quintessential Sonic game. You play a Sonic through the entire thing. There's a ton of levels for you to run through in it. It feels like, like what you said, it feels like a return to form when you're looking at it outside of a Sonic fan's perspective and just as a general gaming audience's perspective. Would the niche Sonic fans like Unleashed more? Undoubtedly, if you sit in the middle of Sonic Circles long enough, Unleashed praise is impossible to avoid. But for general audiences, the people who are going to be spending their uh, their money in droves to get a new Sonic game, it is easier to sell people on a Colors remaster than on an Unleashed remaster. I think also the thing with Colors is that... They're going to guarantee themselves a positive Metacritic score if oh, they yeah. re-release Colors and don't fuck it up. But also, I think the thing is, there's lots of different ways you can still play Sonic Unleashed. You can play it on the PlayStation Now application. You can play it. Uh, it's got reverse compatibility on the Xbox One. No, Xbox Series X, rather, I think. Um, oh. Like, There's a lot of different platforms that's available on, whereas Colors was only available on the Wii. And the vast majority of people don't have a Dolphin emulator. So, like... There's a lot of people that are going to be chuffed to bits. They can finally play this Sonic game that everyone was ranting and raving about because they didn't own a Wii. Yep. Yeah. I'm worried they're going to have a nasty surprise if they don't do a whole lot to change that game because the industry doesn't stop moving forward. And I think a lot of reviewers now are not exactly the same reviewers, God, 10 years ago? More than that? About 10 years ago, right? Yeah, uh, un colors is yeah colors was a 2010 release I want to say yeah I mean so if they don't do much to it I I think they're gonna be in for a nasty surprise I mean I'm not um I'm not colors fan number one it's definitely not my favorite of the meta era of Sonic but I do I'm think not using that term I'm banning that term stop using that term I do think okay you little gatekeeping fuck I do think um. <laughs> The problem is it's a gatekeep. I'm not getting into it right now. I hate that term. I am confident that Sonic Colors will stand the test of time. I think as so, far too. As general gameplay mechanics go, because it is a less is more approach, isn't it? There's no warehouse. Yeah. There's no classic Sonic. There's no special glitziness. It's a back-to-basic Sonic game. You've got some levels. You run the fuck through them. Or maybe you want to try out some wisps here and there. Generally, when I played Sonic Colors on my Dolphin emulator, don't tell the cops, um, generally I didn't bother with the wisps. And I would actually probably revisit it just to try them out. Because I like playing it as just a Sonic game, minus wisps. But like that was just from a standpoint of like it's back to basics. But it's like what we said about Sonic CD. There's multiple ways you can enhance your player experience with it. So I, I think... Anyway, back to what I was saying. Yes, I think those gameplay mechanics will stand the test of time just fine. And what Sega needs to focus on is the presentation. But if they want to overhaul some level designs, that's more than welcome. Yeah, I just hope they give something for people who have been here, who have played that game, and would like at least a little something new. I do like a good remake every now and then, but when I really think about it, like I don't know how often I actually play through them to completion because I'm like I've already been here, yeah. you know? You know what I think uh, would go a long way would be if they had, like, additional skins for Sonic. Not necessarily additional versions that you can play as and change up the play style, but just skins. So he still plays like the color Sonic, but you can do it as Classic Sonic, or you can do it as Boom Sonic, or if they're feeling extra ambitious and can get the right Smoothie Sonic, you know, something like that. Or Shadow. Yeah, just yeah, like a Shadow, just do the, do the same thing they what? did with Episode Shadow and Forces, do just it, skin him. Do it with, do it it's with been a while. I mean, we've it's been a while since we've had something like this, but like I, I sometimes think about Kirby 
um, the GBA remake of Kirby's Adventure. I forgot what that was called, like Nightmare in Dreamland. Mm. So that was one hell of a remake. I mean, that game was drop dead gorgeous. And then they added a Meta Knight mode where it's I mean, it's the same core mechanics, but Meta Knight could do things that Kirby couldn't and also had limitations that Kirby did not have. And I think that might not be the worst way to implement Shadow for Boost Era games, which would be make him the hard mode and give him abilities that Sonic can't do. Like, say, for instance, he cannot do That's like using the the same mentality that's uh, Sonic and Knuckles whenever you port it onto Sonic 2. That's that's basically already like things they've already done in the past. There's no reason not to do that. You know what I... Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just I was going to mention a possible new addition, but I feel like it's more of a offshoot. So if you'd like to finish your point. No, I was just kind of uh, jumping off of that because I wasn't sure where you said that. Like, was that in your Sonic News video? Because I thought it was a really good idea for um, Boom. While I, I don't need more from that that part of the franchise, there's going to be parts I'm definitely going to miss. And it's going to be the the witty white, uh, the witty writing and um the fluid character animation in those cutscenes, things we've talked about before. And um, I think that some of that legacy should be respected in some way. And I think skins is a healthy way to do it because they're not going to put down for an entire new game. Yeah. What I was bringing up when I did that was I was talking about the new addition of Vector the Crocodile to Sonic Dash 2, which is the Sonic Boom Sonic Dash tie-in. So that's where that kind of came from. But like another thing that I would say would be a great addition is if you factor in, like, the Encore mode of Sonic Mania Plus, if they could do something like that, but with Sonic Colors, not necessarily with the different team dynamic, but maybe add in a few extra traps to the original level layouts, and maybe change the time of day that it is. Imagine running through Tropical Resort in the daytime, so you don't have the space stars, but you have, like, the sun shining down on the resort, you know? Or Planet Wisp at nighttime. Imagine the beauteous things you could do with that level at night. Like Planet I, Wisp I, I at night love... would be gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. Like play around with that, you know? Like I wonder, I mean, I keep thinking about um Zippo's leaks. And like he's like pointing out that Dimps isn't doing anything right now. Like, what if this is what Dimps is doing? Perhaps. But if Dimps is just covering that, that? A wild well, can you imagine how crazy that would be, right? Like, Dimps has always been, like, a, a safe secondary choice for Sega. Um, they haven't been as prominent as before, but they still pop in every now and then. I think the last... What was the last time they worked on a game for, for Sonic Team? Was that uh, 3DS Sonic Generations? Or did no, Sonic... Lost World. 3DS, Lost World. 3DS Lost World. 3DS Lost World. Okay, yeah, thank you. I I can't get... I mean, I, I've pitched that idea before, like, have Dimps do boost games. Like, how crazy would that be if Dibs came in after making the DS version of Sonic Colors and they're the ones remastering, like, the mainline Sonic Colors? It would That's be a good way to go. Like, and that'd be, yeah. It would be a way to factor it in. Then my hope would be that then we get the original game, which is a Sonic Team game, and possibly some kind of Mania offshoot from the Christian Whitehead team. I still think that's how uh, Christian's team is going to be implemented. Um, that said, I, radio I think it's silence. The insane radio silence on anything mania related, like, but mania sounds like all of it. I mean, they're they're still trying to keep it alive, though. That's the thing I keep reminding people because people keep dismissing me when I'm like, "Yeah, they they've got classic action figures on store shelves." Like, what well, doesn't matter? I'm like, it does. It really does on a marketing end of things. So they're. We talked about this in our earliest episodes already, so I won't go back into it. I, I do think we're going to get, if not Mania-related, something from Christian Whitehead's team. But so coming together. I mean, I guess we're kind of trailing off the, the overall point, which is the future of Sonic and the hints that we were going to get something in 2022. I, I, I have to agree with every, with you guys. I think it's quite brilliant. I think we're going to get satiated next month. In terms of Sonic news, I think they're going to drop a whole bunch of crazy stuff. I think we're going to get like a trailer of the movie. We're going to get, um, or at least a teaser, right? Definitely, definitely a teaser. Even if it's just like a teaser. A teaser with Knuckles' decapitated head. It will be perfect. That'd be beautiful. (laughs) So we'll we'll get that. Um, We'll probably get uh, 
yeah, the next trailers for Sonic games, and then we'll we'll get the official announcement of colors. Like, hey, this stuff's all coming out next year, so the celebrations are just beginning, and they'll carry on to twenty twenty two. And in the meantime, here you go for September. How about that? I think I that's think, a really wise smart. move. That's a very yeah. smart move. Like, if yeah. they're playing it out like that, provided that that next big new game drives it all home properly, we're in for a golden thirtieth. Because like. It's it's we haven't really had this too. Naturally, no, we have had this. Um, what I was going to say is we haven't typically had an anniversary where you get like your main anniversary game and a remaster, but we did because we had uh, Sonic 06 alongside Sonic Genesis GBA. So maybe they're just they're doing that, but doing it right. Like, yeah, I'll be well. I'll be very happy if they they do go the route of just making sure that colors is. This is the thing. This is the thing to just kind of tide you over with all of the other things we're doing. They just have to do it correctly because uh, fans are getting pretty ticked off, and justifiably so, for the way Nintendo's been handling things. And again, we do have to always keep in mind, pandemic screwed up a lot of things for a lot of people here. But at the same time, these are still the products we're getting, and if they are subpar then it needs to be addressed and it needs to be criticized. And I think that was fair of people to do that for all stars. I bought it. I like it fine for what it is. I I'm right on the line with it, with being okay with $60, not completely okay with it, but enough that I was going to buy it. All stars. Um... Go ahead. I was going to say for me, all stars worked because I'd never played any of those games before. Um, so it just like I had a switch and I wanted to go over some of Mario's history. So for a newcomer, it was fine. But I understand why a lot of diehard Mario fans were really pissed off because yeah, if you've played those games before, there's not a lot of bang for the buck there. Yeah, because yeah. I already I already own physical copies of Galaxy 64 and also uh Sunshine. So like for me, picking it up on the Switch. It's not really going to do anything for me and definitely not picking it up for $60. I I got it for the HD and the portability. Uh so I was I was okay with it. Um, I think um I think this Colors remaster has a better chance at going over well with fans than that All-Stars thing just on the merit that you know it's an availability thing and um it's going to look quite a bit different hopefully. I mean if it does just look the same as the Wii it is kind of like okay, like that's that'll be you know, that'll be kind of a slap in the face at that point. Yeah, I mean, I'm also it's... going to say this. I yeah. hope that's not it. If it if it comes down to it, and what's coming in 2022 is just like Sonic Prime and the movie and stuff, and there is no game in 2022, but Sonic Colors is the anniversary game, the next Sonic game for the foreseeable future. That will be disappointing, as far as I'm concerned, because I would really like something new. And I, I think we will. If they, uh, I think I'm hoping at least they know they cannot botch this up. And I'm with you. Um, I do think if it was just a fresh coat of paint, I would not be happy with uh, just a singular release. I would expect it to at least come with the other games. Generations is a little more readily available, mm -hmm. but I would still like it on. It's not on a PS4. Isn't that just the weirdest thing? It's not available on a PS4. Is it you not available through um through PlayStation Now? Uh, potentially, but I don't I don't want to play don't any like PlayStation based action now, games on PlayStation Now. It's not good because like even if you've got a good bandwidth, PlayStation Now is still a slight bit delayed. Yeah, and it's it's not no, that's not how I want to play it. It's it's just such an easy win to slap in the two HD games into that package. You know? Like I would put all three of those together. 3d style and be like here's here's the boost um boost collection and give it for 40 dollars. like that's an easy easy win on sega's oh, yeah. behalf if they're gonna go but ultimate just keeps telling me the more i think about it, the more I, th I think there's gonna be something a little bit more substantial maybe not something as crazy as like all the uh ds games are showing up now but i would like to think that it's going to be something special and that kind of special usually when it comes to a re-release is new playable characters an extra world some stuff like that and i i think that's more than okay to ask for at this point if maybe could, a, um, maybe a reworked script a little bit you know like 
why not? If I could ask one thing of them, and I think it's too much of a big ask, but if I could ask one thing, more 3D sections. Like, if they were to add another world, have it be a little bit more 3D focused. Just have yeah. it as a fully, just, just, if it's going to be a separate world, have it be like, hey, you beat the game, you get this extra thing for doing, because they already kind of had that with, like, Lego World. You got the extra thing for beating, for beating the game. You were able to go through that Lego well, also World. Also, the Sonic Simulator as well. Well, the the Sonic Simulator is the Lego World. That's what I was talking oh, about. Oh, okay, okay, I yeah. get you. Yeah. Um, but over and above that, if they if they had just now that you've beaten the game, here's this area that you can explore that is fully 3D. That way, if any reviewer tries to go, oh, it's so hard to control in 3D. Well, th no, the core game, the thing you have to beat, doesn't have that problem. But there's this extra thing that shows all of this potential that Sonic could have. That would be nice. I would be very happy. Like, being able to physically walk around the amusement park? Please? Yeah, like a hub world, maybe. Even if it's just Tropical Resort, that would be awesome. I, I will always say it. If they give us a Tropical Resort hub world, I'm uh, going to be more than happy. Like, well, they didn't do anything else. It's still literally the Wii graphics. Like, I'm good. I don't give a shit. I'm yeah, you, you've, give, you've given us the ability to explore this area that had so much potential narratively and it actually did i'm gonna be honest as, as as much as i don't like the script for colors i do like the scope for colors i think colors actually works narratively it makes me want to go in and explore eggman's amusement part i want to walk around i want to see his little robots making sushi for potential customers i want to see all that stuff i'm gonna say this i mean as much shit as those writers get like some of the best Sonic writing I've ever heard are those uh, PA announcements. <laughs> the PA announcements for Eggman. They're so good, dude. They're so funny. I love him. I, I absolutely love him. I would love a hub world just for that. Make them a little bit easier to hear. It would also be oh. like it would. Uh, so for anybody who's played Banjo Kazooie, it would be like having Gruntilda in your ear throughout the game. Just it's Eggman yeah. speaking over the speakers, and I'm fine with no. that. Yeah. Give me, give uh, me yeah, Mike, give me Mike Pollock's Eggman, Eggman, <laughs> give me Mike Pollock's Eggman, just telling me about how he doesn't want, you know, the police to come and, and deal with his parks insurance today. Like, okay, I'm <laughs> have, fine with that. Have Mike Pollock's Dr. Robotnik just berate the player for every mistake they make in the same way that I berate Surist when he's playing Sonic Omens on a stream. Hey, hey. Well, I um I'm I'm very excited about Sonic's future. I know a lot of it is like leaks. That's been our news, but I've appreciated that our little podcast has had a lot to talk about since we started it, even though there's not a lot of actual Sonic news, but we do have a little bit more and Pup, you already mentioned it, and I kinda wanted to get your opinions on this. Out of nowhere, Vector the Crocodile showed up on Sonic Run 2, the, the Boom spinoff of the original popular uh, mobile game. He found the computer room! Sort of. Motherfucker. So how does everybody feel about that? Like, when's the last time we got an update for that game? It's been a couple of years at this point, it has right? It's been a while. It, it's, um... It's like, um... It's like this... This uh, offshoot of the Sonic franchise has been in this, this dark pit, and it's been devoid of everything, like an abyss. And now we've got the teeniest, babyest little glimmer of life in there, just a teensy. Speck. And it's and it's and Vector of all characters. It's leader of the Chaotix. Vector would fill me with so much hope. I mean, I think Sonic Boom isn't going to come back. Like, I I, I think that's done. If if for nothing else, just for the fact that Roger Craig Smith is no longer Sonic, and that's the voice of Boom Sonic. Like, whatever you think of him as modern Sonic or whatever, there's neither here nor there, but... He's, but he's good as Boom Sonic. I cannot imagine anyone else as Boom Sonic. That's Roger's Sonic. Like, you know, if I'm going to pick an example of his voice acting, it's going to come from that project. Um, so I don't think Sonic Boom is necessarily back. But I think maybe they're doing just a teeny bit of maintenance to Sonic Dash 2, Sonic Boom, just because it's there, the servers are up, they might as well do a little something with it. Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. It actually reminded me of another big giant reptile. Um, many years after the 98 Godzilla movie dropped, 
Doritos ran commercials with clips of that movie with Godzilla having a Doritos uh, like truck in his mouth, stuff like that. And to this day, I don't think any of us really understand why. I mean, the original Godzilla design had come back like Toho was really trying to shove that in front of everybody's faces. Tristar still owned the rights to that rendition of Godzilla. And I think they're just using it for the sake of using it. It may have just been cheaper to go with that. But we don't, nobody knows why. And I, I remember sitting there like, are they going to finally bring a sequel to this version? Like, what is happening? I didn't understand. Nobody likes this thing. I'm happy it's here, but what are you doing here? And um, yeah, it's it's such a random thing to do. It's either just testing the waters or it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they just had some unfinished assets that took an afternoon to put together. And they're like, yeah, let's just uh, shove something out there. Give them something to talk about. There's not I mean, even the any information made... on the wiki about like why it happened. <laughs> A point that I made in the News Jam video that discussed the Vector edition was um, that would it, it could be a smart idea, potentially, to dissolve Sonic Dash 2, Sonic Boom, and incorporate all of those assets, including the level tracks, including the Ener Beams, and all of the character models into both Sonic Dash 1 and Sonic Forces Speed Battle. So you could play as Boom Sonic in Sonic Forces Speed Battle, and you could have the normal canon Sonic characters running through the um, the locations in the Sonic Boom Sonic Dash as part of those random alternating levels. I think that would be a really smart thing to do. But at the same time, if they want to continue just maintaining Sonic Dash 2, that's also good. I would be over the moon if the, if this meant in any stretch that there was a chance Sega would be taking a second chance on Sonic Boom absolutely over the moon because while i don't think much of sonic boom rise of lyric and i haven't played the 3ds games i thought that had a lot of potential that little offshoot and it had you know there's a lot to love about it those versions of those characters even even their designs i i know i've you know we've clashed on this nick oh, i yeah. think i i agree with you changing the designs to that extent is sacrilegious and adding toilet paper to all of the characters doesn't make much of a difference. But you know what? I've grown to love it in the same way that many will grow to love USA Classic Sonic or, or very specific niche versions of Sonic. Um, because I associate those little designs with those versions of those characters, which really are just improved versions of who their game counterparts are. So it's like, if they want to revisit it and get it right, I would be game. I, uh, yeah, and I, I totally understand your, your point there. And I understand, like, the the boom designs stand out enough and the personalities stand out enough that people are going to fall in love with them. My issues with boom above everything else, um, and, you know, we can debate all day and night about Knuckles' designs, but my my biggest issues with that is going to always be the gameplay choices they made. And I know a lot of that is going to fall on Sega's shoulders because they goofed up. But the, the 3DS games were horrifically boring. Um, Have you tried Fire and Ice, though? I own that both of looks... them. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say that Fire and Ice definitely looks a bit more exciting. They're competent games. And I would go so far as to say that Rise of Lyric is more janky than anything else, but even then, it's it's a little more competent than people give it credit for, but it's still mind-numbingly boring gameplay. Because well, it's, yeah. it's literally, it's button-mashing combat sim without any extra dressing, for the most part. And 2D it, puzzles. The problem is, it doesn't have any of that fast-paced platforming that Sonic is known for. And when it does pick up the pace, it's no better than Sonic Dash, a game you can play for free on your iPhone. Like, you can say Sega meddled all you want. You can say it doesn't work on a technical level all you want. But the problem is, while the gameplay is conceptually like that, it's a very uninteresting Sonic game. And, like, it still has to be said, if we're going to talk technicalities, it's a fucking miracle they got that game working, considering it was originally developed on CryEngine 4, and they managed to get it over to Wii U hardware. A fucking technical marvel. 
I wouldn't call it a technical marvel. I think it's running just about as well as you'd expect when you're kind of forcing that situation no, to be what it is. but the fact is that's never been done before and never been done since. Like, I, they, I'm, I'm not talking about the result. Though. The result yeah. is bad. But, like, the fact that they did that, pat on the back, big red button. Fucking hell. But, like, yeah, no, like, the, the product, the fruit of the labor, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely not the sum of its parts, that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, with... With Sonic Boom, there's, I think, people tend to make out that it's like the designs and the concept of it that's fundamentally flawed. I wouldn't say so. It's just the gameplay decisions made with Rise of Lyric that do not work because they completely defy any object of a Sonic game. There's no point in making Sonic into bargain basement Jack and Daxter. No, there's not. He he had a niche uh, set aside for him, and I I don't know why you would try and force it so hard into a Western market without understanding what the West likes about Sonic to begin with. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about boom. I certainly will. God on my channel. Um, but I think, uh, man, I don't know. I, I definitely want elements of boom to be saved, but it's mostly going to be in intelligent, creative, funny writing, because I'm very worried that Sonic prime it's just not going to be the best as far as scripts are concerned. I know I got my bias against Ben 10, but man, like I just, I really don't find that those teams uh, to be all that funny or witty and very, it's just very basic scripts. Anytime I've experienced anything again, I'm not like a, I'm not going to say like I've sat through every single project they've done. Just yeah. the stuff I've experienced has been underwhelming to me. I mean, and I, I, I want wit in Sonic. I think it works really well when you have somebody funny writing for these characters. Then he actually feels cool again. Doesn't feel full. Because you don't want I Sonic agree. just being a speedster. You want him being a cocky son of a bitch. I'm going to say this, though. I think writing that's on a very witty and clever level is not something to be taken for granted, but something to be celebrated where it is. Which is why I do really applaud the Sonic Boom show as much as I do. Yeah. I'm not expecting the sonic prime show to engage me necessarily as an adult so much as it will be just a little ben 10-esque sonic tv show to sit the kids down and watch i would love it if it can connect with me on that level i'd love it if it can get some chuckles out of me the way sonic boom did or maybe i could get invested in the story but like i i'm not gonna take it for granted because i'm not in the demographic they're clearly targeting um it's always good to understand that, but at the same time, like when you look at what animation can do, especially even stuff just made for kids, they they transcend the the an age bracket and they make something timeless. I mean, I don't like Steven Universe. I'm never going to tell you that that does not resonate with people on a deep level or that it's badly written. I know people will contend that and I'm not always going to disagree with them. Um, but then I look at like uh, Infinity Train, Adventure Island, Adventure Adventure Island. Oh my God, Adventure, Adventure Time. Time. Like we've we've kind of hit a new era of animation, and Gravity Falls, another one. I I don't see why we can't have that sharp wit with Sonic the Hedgehog. We've seen it in, in uh, OK KO. KO. There is good <laughs> writing for Sonic in animation, and I hope whoever they've hired on for this new project they they got something that's going to make me smile that's what i'm hoping because like i'm so so for me i am a steven universe fan like i i would really like to see that level of like consistency in sonic because if there's one thing that that show does really well it's going yeah this is an episodic show but there's actually a canon here and that's right. something that you that's something that you don't get in a lot of like 90s tv shows in the same way that you get in in current ones where they're just like no 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 here's our universe we're gonna have jokes we're gonna we're gonna you know this is still a cartoon but the laws of this universe are gonna be obeyed yeah oh well i think that's about all we have in terms of news do you guys want to answer some questions i think so let's, i think questions would be good answer some questions okay well I guess we're going to pull up the piss. <laughs> I guess we're just going to stick with that. Never let me name the files. 
Oh no! You don't. Nobody, nobody here should ever see. Prior to me cleaning up the Sunset City Google Drive folder, <laughs> just the random. You can tell when pup named files. Pup, we would get canceled if we read out some of the shit you wrote on here. You lunatic! Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I'll say, I'll say the first one. No, I, you won't. You're not going to say any of them. Say the first one. <laughs> not, you're not. Come on. Because I have dumb kids on my Discord that are going to emulate this. This, this, is, this is crap. Fair, I would, this is crap. I would kick them off of my Discord fair for. Enough. And I, I don't want to deal with it. I will We're not I will, I will simply say this. Nick is a simp monk. <laughs> also, I am funny. <laughs> Definitely funny when you have to tell people you're funny. That's how that works. Yes. You absolute shit. You absolute fuck. It's like the people I cover on my channel who go, way. I am definitely a comedian. Like, yes, you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's let's get going, for God's sake. Alright. So Christian Adam asks, if there were adventure remakes, would you like it if the levels were redesigned to be like a beta Windy Hill? I don't Bait. know if I know. Wait, beta, have sorry. you not have you not seen the beta Windy Hill stage? I've seen this. I'm sure I've seen it. I don't remember. It's like a it really well. it's like a really open, almost like collectathon platformer styled version of Windy Hill. It's much less linear. It's very open. It's still got like a clear direction to move in, which is important for Sonic level design, but like it's a bit more open than it is in the final product, that's for sure. It's like dropping Sonic into Galaxy 2 almost. It's I don't know if I trust Sonic Team with open air. They seem to really piss me off when they forget what ground is, so I don't know <laughs> about that. It's great conceptually. I don't know if I trust the devs is what I'm saying. I think... Mm, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'd need to play that beta in my hands, really, to get a full judgment. Like, a, a thing I find is, like, I love the idea of some openness in Sonic games, but, like, with a lot of fan games that go for the open route, and please don't be offended by this, because it's an achievement nevertheless. Um, there's often times where I can get lost in the levels, and I, that should not happen in a Sonic game, I don't think. Yeah. Um, there should be like a clear way, way forward. Right. Boost is the way it is because I, you, you can't get away with a boost button and a nice open... Well, I, more I say that, the more I'm already contradicting myself in my own head with some design ideas. I think you could do it. We just need a good team to do it. That's all it really comes down to. I would love to see more open stuff, and I think an open Windy Hill is a great idea in the hands of competent people. In terms of openness, the fan game, Sonic Omens, shout out, they get that right. They get that so right. So, so I'm going right. to be streaming that soon, because uh, I think it's about time I tried some Sonic fan games, and my... My channel was very patient with me. They let me put out a Jurassic Park video that was a bit rushed, and I've uh, sat on the audio for a long time. Uh, so I think I, I owe them a little little something Sonic-related. So Ima imagine my, having yeah. a rushed episode that you took several months to release. Imagine that kind of contradiction. <laughs> yeah, that's very <laughs> Sonic team of you, must say. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, so the Jurassic World video, the Wii one, is the Sonic Forces of... Nick videos. There we go. I need to watch Nora. that, and then I can make my own judgment. I, I did it, like, back in January, and it was already late in January. Like, it was... I I really should have done it much earlier, but I like to sit on stuff, and then my ADHD decides to not do anything with it, so... Game apologist is that. like YouTube video apologist at this point. Jeez. Well, I mean, I'm getting punished for it plenty. It's not doing very well. Is that okay? I en I enjoyed the video. I will say that. I just go watch the video. I you wish go watch the. Video. The only thing is, I wish there would have been one moment where you could have captured the the Wii, not the Wii, the uh, the Switch screen. That's that's like the only criticism I have. Well, I did though. I mean, I I uh, recorded because I discovered if you uh, take photos or video clips while you're in portable mode, it's going to save in that re resolution. Oh, so. I just didn't want the entire video to be literally unwatchable and exporting all that would have been an absolute nightmare. But yeah, there are portions when I start talking about it, I show some pictures. Some of it doesn't look that bad because it's all like it's all out. But like when you get up close to like the Jeep and and a, I think like a Stegosaurus, like it's really 
that's really rough. But we're getting off topic here. Uh, let's get on to the next question. And Sirs, I think it's your turn. Sure thing. This is this is one from Rob Darville, and his question thoughts on uh, thoughts on the existence of Scourge the Hedgehog. How do you feel about him living on in fan fiction? Honestly, so I've got I've got two answers for this one. One, I don't think it matters what opinion I have on fan fiction because that is the nature of fan fiction. It's gonna right. it's gonna go do its own thing no matter what I think. But I do think that there is there is certainly room for Sonic fans, especially as we've seen with some recent stuff that's popped out. There is certainly room for Sonic fans to take characters that are abandoned by Sega that are well liked, like Scourge is. And to basically give them new life. I like fans doing that. But I'm also the type of person who, after playing through Undertale, I got sucked into all of the alternate universes. And I still keep up with uh, Camila Huevez and her Glitchtail series to this day. So, like, I'm really big on following fan projects when I think they're very compelling. So, give me a good compelling fit. You know what? Go into the comment section of this video. Give me a really good compelling Scourge story that you've seen in uh, through fan fiction, and I will go read it. What about you, Puppet? Do you have any experience with this character? Uh, not really. Um, an observation about Scourge, though, is I think he's kind of one of the things that kind of alienated me a little bit from Archie Sonic, because I kind of just feel like he's a dated kind of stereotype. Just going by first impressions here, I can't really comment on the overall character, but the impression I get from him is like a, a greaser take on Sonic, who's a little bit edgy, and he wears a leather jacket and he's on a motorcycle or something and it's just really really stupid from the first impression standpoint so i have i've got kind of an analysis planned for him because of course i do um you're not wrong on any of that because that original yep. creation was ken penders scourge is the result of ian flynn trying to fix this stupid trope and let's be real even though ken penders technically owns the rights to him Nobody was making fan art of Evil Sonic. Nope. Everyone was making fan art of Scourge the Hedgehog. That's what happens when you take a bad idea and give it to a good writer. Oh, so this and was there originally are... an Evil Sonic then? Yes. This was the original, origi not one of the original original, but that was um, Archie's take on an evil version of Sonic the Hedgehog, which was Sonic in a, uh, uh, wow, leather jacket. And it, it, I'm torn on it. Because he didn't even have a, he didn't even have a leather, leather jacket. asshole like I kind of relate to him. He didn't know? even have a leather like jacket even... in the first comic though. I think he just had sunglasses. No, I just I did. feel like even at the time of his inception, Scourge the Hedgehog was a dated stereotype. It was. Yes. I can tell you this because I was there and I read that issue and it was stupid back then because we knew about all these other crazy cool ideas. Uh, Metal Sonic, like we knew about Metal Sonic. And Archie was just giving us like the same generic shit. Like I cannot stress this enough to people that are sick and tired of Green Hill or like classic pandering. Like you guys do not understand what it was like in America when all of this was happening, when those original games were out. We had nothing. We had the Sonic design, and then they would slap it into all this generic shit that we saw in, in comics and cartoons everywhere. And uh, Evil Sonic was another one of those things. I hated the extra. I hated the comics. I hated the cartoons. I hated that stuff as a kid. Even I though I say stepmunk jokes all the time, like I, I talked about it in the Sally video, I hated this stuff as a kid because it, none of it felt like Sonic. And Evil Sonic certainly didn't either. So I'm torn. I don't ever want to see him again, but I respect people that want to use him. I, and I respect what Ian did with that miserable character i will throw this just... oh sorry go on did pup you... did you just gatekeep nostalgia panda? oh my god pup i will <laughs> i will say this for anybody who does not know for anybody who would like a good introduction to scourge and even some of the extended cast from the archie universe there's a really good story within the archie comics where there's a, a multi-dimensional prison break where like all of the extra dimensional uh enemies from other universes are kept in the Sonic Archie universe. I would start there, dude. I definitely wouldn't start there. You think? Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, it's good writing. Like, you're going to have a good time. But I, I do think this is why I never, I never, ever, ever tell people to start with Archie Sonic. Because you're going to get a lot more. Because 
Um, even though Ian's writing is better, it's not the best he's going to get. And there is so much baggage to unpack. And then there's a reboot that didn't really last that long. That was just kind of rushing through trying to build this world. It's, it's a clusterfuck from start to finish that entire series. There's a lot to love in there, but you're going to get the most out of that prison break when you know everybody who's in there or who Zonic is or why Scourge is there to begin with. Like there's a lot. When you know the baggage for Fiona Fox and all that. And like, you're going to care about Scourge a little bit more when you, you know why he's green and why he's called Scourge. He didn't have that name when Pender's, let me just big finger quotes here, created him. Um, I, God, man, Archie, I have so many mixed feelings about it. Like, I'm, I'm really interested to see what happens when we cover it in speed reading because I have such a love-hate relationship with that entire book. I'm, I'm tempted to actually read through the entirety of the Archie series on stream. It's up to you, man. Like, what my game plan is to, is to like, I'm not going to cover issue by issue with the early years. I'm going to give you kind of a general gist of things. And then when things get a little bit more serious or we're like, we have more arcs, then we'll, we'll dedicate whole episodes to that. But like, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to make people sit through issue one and then cover it issue two. It's rough. It's interesting, but it's rough. Well, I think pup, you've got the next question. So we'll hand it off to you. Okay. So this question is for pup specifically. Oh, good going pup. Um, what did Sonic do to the bees that would cause them to lay out rings that lead to bottomless pits in the advanced games? Okay. Well, <laughs> this one was for, this one was from Havahog. From yeah. Havahog, yes. Sorry, my mistake. Um, thank you, Havahog. Um, so uh, basically, uh, what we're going to say is that there are also wasps in the Sonic universe that can do the same thing, and it was the wasps that did those ones. The, the wasps are, are hired by Dimps. The wasps are working against sonic they're bad wasps whereas the helper bees they're good people they know what's going on they've detected the trouble that awaits their environment so they're trying to help sonic along whereas the wasps they don't give a fuck this is (laughs) this is just the opening levels of conquer's bad fur day now oh my god It's a good concept. I don't get why everyone's laughing at it. Okay, anyways, uh, thank you for your question, Havahog, and thank you for this opportunity to expand on the lore a little bit. I didn't know just how dickish dimps were with their level design. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, next question, then. Uh, Bony Cheese asks... Bony Cheese! Who's your favorite of Sonic's rogues gallery besides Eggman? The Metal series. I like the Metal robot. I like the Metal versions of these characters. Yeah, uh, well, you've you've done you've done a lot of episodes dedicated to that. You've got a whole month for it. Oh, we got a whole lot of more months for them every year. Got a whole lot to talk about there. I got a lot of love for Knack the Weasel, but I also love Mephilus the Dark, and I would like to see Infinite again and see his potential get fully realized. I, I do too. He's got some really kick-ass uh, villains. I'll say this. I think so. Mephilus is certainly one of my favorites. Um, to the point where when when Nick was like, "Hey, what do you want? What do you want for Christmas?" Like, I don't know, Mephilus merch. <laughs> um, so like Mephilus, I really like. I would. I I don't know if I'd like to see Mephilus return per se, but I I do really like him. Uh, secondary to Mephilus though, chaos. Oh, like, I do like chaos. I did a I did a whole video with Nick on chaos specifically because I I love that villain so much. Does yeah, Shadow Tower... I, I, I was wondering about that. I don't, not anymore. Obviously, um, I'm okay with like calling him. him I'm okay with calling him a villain for the game he was in. Like he's certainly, a, he's certainly a villain well, in, in Sonic Adventure Two. In I that case, he'd be the number one for me. He's up there for me. Um, I mean, I like the medals more for design than anything else. I think they make a good antithesis to Sonic, but they are still robots at the end of the day. I mean, there's interesting stuff you can do with them. But you can only go so far with those as concepts. Shadow, I um, I'm always gonna get flack for it, but I don't really think I needed Adventure Story to be as quote unquote grounded and as also as convoluted as it was. It still came together in the end, but I I think I would have 
as tropey as it is, would have liked something that would have tied a little bit closer to who Sonic is as a character. I think a good Dark Mirror uh, villain plays into who the character is, and there's really nothing that connects Shadow to Sonic, at least as far as we know. I know we have uh, research on on the arc and other stuff like that, but I don't know. I If they ever rebooted things, I... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, guys. I would uh, boot Maria right the hell out of there and uh, rewrite Shadow a little bit. Still give him a reason to be compassionate, but I, I I would tie him a little bit closer to Sonic to make him more of a villain, at least for a little bit longer. So, yeah. Is that a... Uh, do we want to do one more question, or Puff, do you want to start uh, kind of closing things up here? Because you're sounding a little bit tuckered, man. It's a good idea to wrap things up. It's now 5 a.m. where I am. Um... And I'm going to be oh, up early tomorrow, um, but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So it's a bit, a bit shorter of an episode of Sunset City than we normally do. We normally do about an hour and a half, but you know what? Shorter episodes, perfectly fine. They don't all have yeah, to be winners. Not little... Yeah, what not a lot of... What are looking at right now, anyway? We're at 55 minutes right now. Oh, jeez, an under an hour episode. Ooh. Go us. Well, I mean, we can always do another mailbag thing if we're feeling awake tomorrow <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be game to do another podcast episode tomorrow well there we go but in <laughs> the meantime go, bags. what's up so there we go mailbags we, we still have a lot of questions that we gotta we gotta get to <laughs> it's true it's true. hopefully we'll get caught up pretty soon so that we could do like a like a very even uh q a section but we do have a lot left still and i'm very it's very a, thankful for that problem. It is a good problem to have. You guys are freaking awesome. You absolutely are. I disagree. I think you guys are <laughs> fucking terrible. Okay, so I think, uh, stop I think there's right some. Now, I think there's some bees that are around your area that are that are setting rings around your bed. You should probably go there. You absolute motherfucker! I swear <laughs> to fucking Christ, I will end you. Do you honestly think? I'm fairly certain Christ was celibate, dude. <laughs> it's true we can't prove that but we can prove that there are bees in sonic the hedgehog i hope that's a whole new meaning to christ <laughs> you have christ inside you <laughs> anyway uh, i'd say you nailed it but that's what happened to him hey you nailed me you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Stop being sacrilegious. I don't think that's the point of all of this. No, it's not. Uh, all ill or, or Christian crocodile. Um, <laughs> Vector. Insertion. I got it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Vector, please take uh, us out. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Guys, thank you so much for stopping by Sunset City. I hope you enjoyed your time with us here. Uh, be sure to follow us at all of our social media nonsense. All of us are on Twitter. Um, I'm at Game Apologist. Pup's at Channel Pup. Surus, is your Surus the skeptic? I keep mixing up it's, with Neko Surus. It's at, that's a Twitch, right? So yeah, Twitch is Neko Surus. Twitter is Surus uh, Surus skeptic. Right. Um, I'm also finally on Twitch. Also on Game Apologist. Pup, you're not you're not streaming yet. Or not ever, yet, but it yeah. might be on the card someday. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, our <laughs> you okay, our bread and butter. Our bre that was just adorable. Our bread and butter is going to be our YouTube channels. All three of us cover different sort of things, but all of us do hover around Sonic. So be sure to check that stuff out. If you could, if you enjoy me as a human being, I would definitely appreciate if you checked out the non-Sonic stuff as well, because I like talking about other stuff as well. Uh, be sure to support Sirus the Skeptic. He, um, If you don't politically align with him, maybe stay off his main channel, but <laughs> he's, he's got a if, good moral core, a good I mean, caramel core to him. Caramel core. Politically align with himself. Fucking get over yourself. I will man. say. Like, I will say this. Hate to disagree. You yeah. can all. You can always just watch the episode that I did on the hottest characters in Sonic over and over again. That'll keep you away God, from all the politics. That That's the there best video. <laughs> he also has a gaming-centered channel, Necosaurus. Go check that out. I've been on it for an episode on chaos, and that was a lot of fun to do. Channel Pub covers a whole lot of stuff, and he does pop around to Sonic every now and then as well. So. Just go check out all of her stuff. All of her handles are there. 
share it with the world and uh, share this wonderful show with your friends if they are inclined to listen to grown men talk about blue uh, rap boys. Even if <laughs> even if they're not, show it to them it. anyway so they get sucked into our terrible abyss of a world. It's literally daylight outside, man. <laughs> Thank you all for watching. Hope to see you in the next episode. And the now, the now, the now, what the fuck? The sun is setting on this fucking podcast. It's rising at my fucking apartment. <laughs>